Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back to Inside Sources. I'm your host, Greg Scordis, joined this afternoon by Taylor Morgan. We had an interesting discussion at the last segment, Taylor, from a uh, tax planner, a tax advisor. About getting our taxes in and having things filed and whatnot. And you would think in the, in the way our country is so divided right now that at least taxpayers and tax issues would be a uniting issue. But it's not. Even Democrats and Republicans can disagree on how we, how we're spending our taxpayer dollars. Stop spending my money, Greg. That's right. That's right. Um, so it, it's, it's sort of weird, but uh, the, the Democrats, brought in this build back better program and and i and it has to be biden's really big program and it hasn't worked the way he planned it didn't it certainly didn't go the way he expected and it was designed to stimulate the economy to get money pumped into the system it hasn't necessarily had that the effect that that we would have expected and i think it's been a little bit of an achilles heel uh to president biden well i think that's a, a, a an understatement but in fairness uh, to my Democratic friends, uh, the stimulus and this injection of cash started under President Donald Trump. And so this truly is a bipartisan problem. Mess. It's a mess, right? Uh, there's a lot of reasons why inflation is a problem. In Utah, we're over 10% inflation now. Uh, we have a war, the invasion of Ukraine, all of these things are contributing to inflation, but we can't forget that our federal government has dumped trillions of dollars of money into our economy that Americans haven't necessarily been able to spend. And so Republicans and Democrats, I think, see this. And uh, no better example, perhaps, of, of this bipartisanship uh, was uh, just recently when Bill Maher joined uh, Joe Rogan on his podcast uh, to discuss how COVID relief money uh, has been misused and was given to people who may not have needed it. L- let's hear what they said. The uh, percentage of graft keeps getting higher and higher. Now, we found out recently that something like, oh, I'm going to get the number wrong. Maybe you can look it up on your magic light box, but like 20 percent 
I think of the uh, unemployment checks we passed out during COVID were complete fraud. A mere pittance. <laughs> the uh, PPP. Yeah, oh my God. So well, many people the, got arrested the, for the, having Lamborghinis. Right. I mean, J.K. <laughs> Rowling got money. No, she her, didn't. Yeah, for her Broadway show. What? Because if she didn't, she'd be living in her car, Joe. Ah, she got money from that. That's hilarious. Everybody got money. That Tom Brady got... so crazy. And, like, when you look at some of the percent... And, like, the number for... Uh, to build a house for the homeless in L.A. has risen to $837,000. A mere pittance, Bill Maher. <laughs> a mere pittance from these greedy so, billionaires so, out there. We need to tax them all. You know, I don't know, I don't know Taylor, if I, if I agree with much of what they said there. I, I heard 20% of unemployment checks were complete fraud. I mean, is that something that's been substantiated anywhere? I've never heard that until these guys are yakking about it. Look, I'm a little skeptical of anything Bill Maher says. Um, I haven't had a chance to verify that on my magic light box uh, yet. Uh, but that raised my eyebrows. I'm interested to know if that's true. It seems like most of the people I talked to were having problems even getting into the system, even getting their application in and banks saying, ah, we don't do that here and take it over here or walk across the street there. I mean, I don't know a lot of people that, that benefited from it personally. Uh, well, on the contrary, I know a number of uh, businesses that did not need nor ask for help received millions and millions of dollars. So yeah. it, I, I know firsthand that things like this did happen. You know, Bill Maher went on to ask if there isn't a point at which even liberals have to accept this money spent and given out by the government uh, was basically stolen. If I'm complaining about that, again, to your point about a Republican idea, people would say, oh, you're complaining about government spending money. And my answer is, OK, but is there any number at which point I am not tipped over into the Republican side right. that I can't complain about money that is just being stolen. Right. I mean, we. I. Oh, I totally. <laughs> as a good liberal, I totally accept the notion that, as someone once said, you cannot transfer money except with a leaky bucket. I get it. It can't be perfect. But is it? Twenty percent. Is, is there no number <laughs> for which I cannot remonstrate against right. this? Twenty percent is a low. That I mean, it, it's even higher than that. That was only the unemployment checks. The PPP stuff was even higher. That's where the it's and, beautiful and brilliant because they attach it to something that's like, like we, we need to help these people. We need to help these people. These people are all losing their jobs and their their businesses are shut down. We need to provide them with money, right. and then the grift. You know, Taylor, it seems like part of the problem that we're seeing in this country, and I think the economy is is a mess. It really is. And President Biden, I think, has done a, a good job of trying to trying to reconcile it. And, you know, we can blame his predecessor or people can blame his predecessor's predecessor. Easy now, Greg. Okay. Okay. Come on. But I think President Biden is doing what he can and listening to the to the people that are trying to tell him what to do. And uh, we have inflation that's going off the charts. And a cure to that, at least a temporary cure to that, seems to be raising interest rates. And raising interest rates by a quarter percent, which is really nothing, hasn't seemed to put much of a dent in inflation. And now some 
economists and some leaders are saying, well, you might be headed toward uh, the R word. We might be ha- having a recession sometime in 2023. So I don't know what you do. I mean, I mean, gas is off the charts, but President Biden is trying to bring some more uh, oil into our system from different sources to maybe knock that money down. Um, used cars are more expensive than th- at least the value of those that have gone off the charts. I mean, housing in Utah is just silly right now. And just goods, just just goods that you get at a grocery yeah. store yeah. have really been a problem. Okay, so again, this is inside sources. And we, you know, as part of the, the general tone of this show, we're supposed to be a little more polite and a little uh, more, I guess, collegial and constructive uh, in our politics, Greg. And so I am just going to ignore pretty much everything you said just trying to defend president <laughs> okay. biden there but yeah. l- let me i think maybe you and i can agree on this and that is that build back better it's nice alliteration but there's a lot of bad in this policy my main concern is that making government the primary purchaser leads to inflation we've seen that with uh, medicare and medicaid with healthcare costs build back better is going to make inflation only worse. Uh, and uh, I hate to say this, but Bill Maher may have agreed with me. Let's hear what he had to say. You know, when I hear about Build Back Better, um, okay, look, certainly the country needs to get rebuilt. I mean, the infrastructure is a mess. Yeah. But I'm thinking always, like, when you give me a number, it's like... It just seems like you pulled it out of your, you know, it's going to cost $1.5 billion. We know that forever. It did, it, and it came in right at that <laughs> round number, huh? Yeah. To rebuild this or something. And and uh, are we going over this with a fine tooth? Are, there, are we really seeing that it, what if we only spent $1.2 billion uh, or trillion? I'm, I'm undercounting it. Uh, what if we only spent $1.2 trillion? Uh, what would we be sacrificing? Anything? Because so much of that money is going to consultants yeah. and just sub- siphoned off by all the <laughs> pigs at the trough. Yeah, and there's very few people that are saying that. But right. that's, that's exactly and that's, what's happening. I, that to me is not a Republican idea. Right. It's just, I mean, it's just... Common it, sense. Yes. Okay, we can agree to disagree on, on certain things there, I guess. When we come back after the break, we're going to have a little bit of fun. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints now has its new oldest president ever. Wow. Stay with us for the final segment. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.